Welcome to this week's Instrument of Comics. I'm Alex Eschbeck. And I'm here to chew some bubblegum and kick some ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. And this week, we're not talking about Duke Nukem, uh, or They Live. You can go oh, either way. he fucking got I it. prefer the Duke Nukem version. That's fair. Um, That's okay. I mean, it doesn't precede a 12-minute fight scene, so. No, but it does have, like, I remember that game was, like, a 16-pixel game. Where like you could walk up to like a stripper and you, if you press space bar, then then she would open her top. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, when you were like and you're like an 11 year old boy seeing seeing 16 pixel space bar action, but you have to hand over cash as well yeah. because yeah, I mean you're, you're not nothing's free in this yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyways, this week we're talking about the Batman. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, we absolutely are. Uh, so you've seen They Live, right? Mm-hmm. That. 12 minute fight scene is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. It is the most <laughs> photorealistic fight scene I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Most fight scenes yeah. last yeah. that long. Most people have that kind of stamina. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's Rowdy Roddy Piper and somebody yeah. else. Yeah. And the whole thing is he's just trying to get this guy to wear a pair of sunglasses and that's what they fight about. Yeah. <laughs> I, I completely understand it. <laughs> um, Alex, we're celebrating a really amazing time right now. Um, we're in a period of two months, uh, called truck month. How are you celebrating truck month right now? What is, is this like Ford truck month? Yeah, exactly. Okay, wow. Yep. Wow. Black history month has one month, okay. but Ford truck month is both February and March. So I hope that you're celebrating properly. Right, naturally. Yep. I've just been hitting the dirt trails, putting on Zach Brown band and just, you know, <laughs> living the good life. <laughs> Fucking party, man. Um, we're not talking about the film Good Time? Are you sure? No. The Batman? Okay. Yeah. We're not talking about Robert Pattinson's most uplifting film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Benny Safty, for that. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, you want to get into some news? Yeah, sure. Uh, you're trying to school me on some news, Alex. Tell the people what's happening. Oh, uh, DC decided to celebrate the huge success of the Batman by delaying all of their films. <laughs> uh, except for one, they decided to push Shazam forward. Yep. Make her at least closer to Black Adam, which, hey, like, that makes sense. Except now Shazam, uh, Fury of the Gods, is opening the same day as Avatar 2. Oh, well, that's... that's well, we'll see what happens that's, that's what we call a bad decision. That would be not a great... Literally, one. just do the weekend before. Like, Let me tell you, I am incredibly excited to see and hopefully shit all over Avatar 2. All three hours and 90 minutes of it. It's going to be a dumpster fire of a film, calling it now. But regardless, even if it's a bad film, people are going to go out and see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to see the shit out of it. I can't wait to see it. So when you heard about the films being pushed back, even DC League of Superhero Pets got delayed, too. Yeah. So one, everything that I care about is now, it comes out in order of how much I care about it with DC. So you care about Aquaman the most? Uh, No, The Flash is last. Flash is last? Good God. I saw. Flash is June. uh, I read this today. Um, Black Adam got pushed to October, uh, which obviously you and I both agree that is our least anticipated, although we will get the JLA in that. Uh, I'll say the uh, Flash is continuing with its season eight, the TV series today. When season one aired, that was when Ezra Miller was announced to play the Flash. So Whoa. 
Eight years later, if it's 2023, nine years later, he'll finally be getting a solo film, maybe? Yep. He's been in one film also, so far. This also delays Batgirl, most likely, because Michael Keaton is supposed to be in Batgirl oh, yeah. uh, as well. Uh, so that wasn't an announcement, but it, it most likely got pushed back. Uh, I'm yeah, sure, probably get shuffled, yeah. I'm sure also even people like Ben Affleck like heard the news and just hated it because he just wants to be done with the Batman role. And now he still has to do, he'll still have to do press for it all the way through 2023. Oh, yeah. my God. It's, I don't know what they're doing. Being a it DC a cinematic fan, like, and thank God that, like, I love so much stuff well, beyond just DC cinema. Like, thing is when we saw the Batman mm-hmm. Yes. We all saw the preview. If you were there for the previews, yeah. you watched them do, ooh, it's the year of the hero. Yeah. And they had this big reel of all the yeah. shit. Coming out in 2022. Yeah. In 2020 yeah. fucking two. And then not a week later, they're like, no, never mind. Yeah, I know. It, <laughs> well, what are you doing? I know. It, it just Getting killed your shit together. By the time this movie comes out, Ezra Miller is going to be a grandfather. Well, don't worry, Alex, because uh, there's way more DC news. Uh, Gotham Knights has a release date, October 25th. Cool. I'm excited by that. Can't wait. Happy yeah. it's this year. Yeah, me too. Uh, Penguin series has been officially ordered straight to series. Cool. Dope. We yeah. knew it was coming. Yeah. Not a big surprise. Wouldn't surprise me if it came out before the slash. Yeah, yeah, right. No fucking kidding. Uh, Catwoman spinoff is also in early stages of development. Strange, but DCE is just throwing stuff at the wall. Give me so. a second Batman movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> Right now. Yeah. Did you know that since Batman movies started coming out, in between the last Dark Knight movie and the Batman is the longest break that we've had? Huh. That's crazy. In between two films. Yep. I saw that. And it blew my fucking mind. Huh. Yep. True facts. Bam. Blowing your minds here. Uh, last bit of news. You want to talk about a little Star Wars? Yeah, sure. Uh, did you watch the Obi-Wan trailer? You fucking know that I did. Uh I loved it. I love the trailer. I loved hearing Duel of the Fates. Uh, I love that. This seemed to have a very different tone and look than the Filoni, uh, Favreau, Star Wars stuff as well. Too. It looks dark as shit. It looks like it's going to be intense. It's like a hideout story is what it, the vibe. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, obviously we know that, that Obi-Wan's on Tatooine. Yeah. Tatooine. He's hiding out. Yeah. He's watching Luke. Yeah, being perp. Yeah, a little bit yeah. pervy. Why are you definitely it? spying on this? Child. That? Oh, that's just that's just a hermit who just watches that young boy all day who just <laughs> leers at him through well, binoculars. Well, we got so many great appearances. We got at the very end, we got a little Darth Vader breathing. Yeah. Uh we got our first look at the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah. Uh we also got to take a peek at Uncle Ben. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, rad. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to see that actor back though. Joel Edgerton. Yeah. 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 And then Bonnie's back too, right? Yeah. From uh, her infamous scandal with Keith Raniere. I guess it's not her scandal. Oh, yeah. No, I, I'm pretty sure it's not her scandal. But yeah. No, not at all. That yeah. was, a, that was yeah. a, a bad choice of words. I did think it was a bold choice, though, to have Keith Raniere play a young Luke Skywalker. I thought so, too. Mm-hmm. But the volleyball pads still He's been, apparently just very convincing. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Something that he's doing is working for mm-hmm. him. He's looking younger than ever. <laughs> but um, I think that's all the news I got. You got anything else? You said there's a bunch of Star Wars news pre-show. Is there any no, other I Star said, Wars news? I, I said there is Star Wars news. No, you made it seem yeah. like. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Now I'm just fighting with Alex. Uh, I one mean, of my favorite things. We can talk about the unbearable weight of massive talent. It has nothing to do with Star Wars. Uh, or comic books? No, but it has Pedro Pascal, who, yeah, who is who is in The Mandalorian. It has Nicolas Cage, who was once Superman. 
Uh, and then and then Superman again and Teen Titans. And he was also yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this. Yeah. Are we gonna be talking about that show? I wish. <laughs> we could do it as a special, like added part for whenever it comes out. I'll watch that film. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. That yeah. is. Speaking of popcorn movies, that is the. Uh, no, no, no. Best Picture winners. <laughs> I hope it's nominated. Yeah. If John Malkovich won for being John Malkovich, then Nicolas Cage should win for oh. Bad Boy, which I have no idea if John Malkovich won for being John Malkovich. I'm completely making that up. But it did not. I'm going to say he did. And therefore, Nic- okay, so therefore he did not. So Nicolas Cage needs to be, even though I'm pretty sure Nicolas Cage already won for adaptation, uh, which he plays dual roles in the film, which is also like a meta commentary. Anyways, we're getting off the rails. Let's talk about the Batman. Let's do it. I'm yeah. in. Uh, I didn't see it, but let's talk about okay. it. <laughs> uh, spoilers for the Batman. Oh, you got it. Yeah, I'm so uh, proud of you, bud. So, how much are you looking forward to the film going into it? Oh my god, so fucking much. Um, it was on my, like, top two or three I was most anticipated for all year, so here we go. We got it. Yeah. Uh, and I... All three hours of it. I think Matt oh, Reeves boy. is a fantastic director. Uh, I love all the Planet of the Eight films that he's that he's done. I thought they were all way better than they should have been. Uh, I loved. Oh yeah, those uh, Cloverfield. Are, I think was a lot of fun too. Those films, I think, in like fifteen years, twenty years, are going to be like people are going to be like, oh shit, those Planet of the Apes movies are actually really good. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, so let's talk about the costume design first for this Batman. How did you feel about Pattinson's costume design? I love the grittiness of the whole thing. I love the collar. I love the the cowl. Yeah. I love the the dark makeup. I actually went back and rewatched um, Dark Knight and thought it was a thousand times better. Than I, the I, I looked costume. at like the big costumes and like th- between like Keaton's Batman costume, I think in Batman Returns, it's more of the yellow and the pointy cowl, and Batfleck's like Frank Miller style costume. Uh, I think the Bale costume is by far the worst, like by a wide margin. I mean, if you're not including the bat skates that George Clooney had, <laughs> then I, sorry, I, I'm talking about out of like the, the big four. Yeah, the, sure. the big four. I guess we can throw uh, Affleck among the big four since he's your favorite. Oh, he, he's among the big four. That's fair. Uh, I'll, I'll allow it this time, especially because like. Okay, so before we get that. Well, let's keep going down the costume yeah. line. Okay. Uh, Catwoman. Um, barely a costume, but fine. Yeah, it, not, it, it, not it worked. It worked. Uh, although. Arguably the worst Catwoman outfit. The, I, yeah, I could agree with that as well. Uh, not that, that I give a shit. Yeah. Uh, because it's still like a very like, it's like a year two type Batman story. So things are more yep. grounded. Uh, but. I love that element. I love how grounded this film is. But. Speaking of, was more of makeup, but Colin Farrell was amazing as the Penguin. Fucking holy yeah, shit. like like th- that was a great character design. I had to really look to try and like pick him out while watching the movie. Uh, so good. Who else? The Riddler costume was great. It didn't look very Riddler esque, but like it, it was still a great, terrifying design, which uh, fit the character. I love that Paul Dano insisted on Saran wrapping his own <laughs> fucking head because the Riddler he thought would not want to leave any trace of hair or anything mm-hmm. or have any risk of that. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. And he, he's 100% right. Yep. Um, so before what I want to say about this film is I thought it was a great film and I liked it a lot. I, I love Pattinson in the role, but he is probably the least effective Batman of all time. I'll explain. Okay. Well. I will I will 100% allow you to explain this. Everyone still gets murdered. He stops zero murders. 
He lags behind on solving probably the easiest riddles of all time. Uh, and even the beginning scene where, where that guy is getting mugged and he stops him. The guy still got mugged, but he just got mugged less because because he showed up. I'm pretty sure he prevented zero crimes in that film. <laughs> I actually had a, a similar thought uh, because Batman is the world's greatest detective. And I was yeah. like, I guess he's getting but there. It, it, it <laughs> is like a nice like, contradiction. Like if you look at like the last Batman, like the last Batman is one that's stopping like global threats, has a plan, is able to pull basically literal gods together to yeah. listen to him and do this. And this is a Batman who's still learning, like, the trick of yeah. trades. He's and, even like, we're going to have to let more people die before I can figure yeah. this out. Like, yeah. multiple times yeah. he's like, well, we're going to have to wait yeah. until he strikes again. Yeah. Because I don't know where this guy is. One thing I've heard for him is Emo Batman, uh, which feels very apt. But it worked very well for the tone of this movie. It did. Like, he was fumbling. Like, he was able to always – I really loved when they were in uh, – I want to say it was, like, the very first place. And he was, like, picking up – minute details yeah. and was able to like figure out and suss out different shit. And he does have a lot of great moments of, of detectiveness. Well, and there's stuff this. too that like, you can tell to like a younger Batman or earlier Batman yes. because he gets hit a lot and it takes a lot of beatings and yeah. like, hasn't learned how to like use his abilities or hone to like take less damage. Yep. Yeah. Uh, or, which or, or, I appreciated the realisticness yes. of, of all of that. Or, or even equip himself with the tools honestly, he needs. if I've been doing this for one year, yeah. I'm probably like this Batman. Yeah, like, it was I'm probably, probably still getting the shit kicked out of me. It's probably best exemplified by the glider scene where he seemed hesitant to jump off the building uh, when yeah, he's he running from the police like, station Whoa. and then hits the, the railing and then tumbles down yeah, to because, the ground. Just because he's infallible and seems like a total badass when he's around other people doesn't mean he always mm-hmm. has that... Uh, billion percent bravado confidence i love that they kept it like that uh and i want to say even though it's a major role i thought andy circus was a fantastic alfred uh oh you're, you, you're waiting yeah. on my response yeah to yeah, that? yeah yeah uh i thought he was fine really yeah i'm trying to think we've had michael kane who was like the older like stoic alfred we had jeremy irons who was like the who was like more traditional like I war veteran I didn't like jeremy irons that much as, wow! As Alfred. So, so, so your Alfred is Michael Caine and no one else. I love Michael Caine. Uh, well, I, I mean, you get you get that that incredible. Yeah. Hello, uh, Master Wayne, Master Wayne, yeah. Master Wayne. That I can't do it. Same like Master Wayne. Uh, I can't. Just heart wrenching mm-hmm. thing right at the end of the uh, the third film there with with Caine, and it's it's brilliant and it's great. Uh, but I mean, even in Pennyworth, I yeah, like, I mean, he's fantastic in, in yeah. Pennyworth. But I mean, I would probably put Circus above Jeremy Irons. Irons. Although neither one of them, Circus probably had a bigger role. Irons didn't have a huge role. He didn't have much to do. And that's why, you know, that plus he, all that Irons seemed to do was send in that weird spider bat thing that I hated. (laughs) So much I hated that thing. Okay. So let's, let's think about, let's let's talk about Batmobile. Uh, Oh my God. Cool Batmobile. But like I couldn't help, I loved it. That that, that chase scene was amazing. Yep. Uh, it was obviously to a very early prototype of the Batmobile, but it's like such a muscle car that like whenever he leapt over like the fire in my mind, I was like, "Looks like them Duke boys are at it again." <laughs> no, see, I didn't. I didn't even care. My only complaint about the Batmobile is I didn't get enough of it, and I felt like while that scene was cool, I'm also used to having, you know, three films where the Batmobile does unreal yeah. shit. Well, I think it's also too because like this Batman doesn't have like stashes across the city or like underground rails where he sure. can just summon the, the, the Batmobile to him. Yeah. Which is totally yeah, fine. Cause he's a real dummy. This is the, 
this is the lowest IQ Batman. Uh, <laughs> but it works because his villain is one of the highest IQ villains. <laughs> oh my god, is he ever? Both of them. I feel like I feel like Penguin. Well, yeah, smarts him yeah. a couple times too. I agree too. Uh, this wasn't mine, but I thought someone I heard someone's comment say that uh, they they enjoyed that when Batman breaks into the Iceberg Lounge or he knocks on the door. It has his voice. And then when Bruce Wayne does it, he has the exact same knock and the exact same voice. <laughs> like, no one puts any two and two together. Uh, well, I mean, did you see the guys running the place? That's true. Uh, <laughs> I love to. And like <laughs> those two, those twins get the shit beat out of them like four times in this movie. It's great. Uh, I like, I, I like seeing Peter Sarsgaard. I, I like Peter Sarsgaard as an actor. He shows up as a corrupt DA. Oh, he's so fucking good. And now him and his wife are both a part of different Batman universes as well, too. Oh, is, he's married to um, Gyllenhaal, right? Mag? Christian Bale, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah. He is married to Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. just making sure I got that right. <laughs> uh, and then we got fucking Torturo. Yeah. Holy shit, as Falcone. Oh, yeah. He was great. So yeah. good. This is, this is a movie where we talk about people's performance and how great they are. Jeffrey Wright was fantastic as Gordon. Yeah. I loved him as Gordon. He was phenomenal. And watching a Arguably performance. Arguably better than Gary Oldman. Yeah. Suck my dick. The, 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 this may be more excited for the the Gotham PD series, yeah. if he's going to be in it, and they said that that's more going to be like an Arkham, yes, yeah, horror haunted yeah. house type thing, yeah, cool. But oh my god, Jeffrey Wright, and I'm not the biggest Jeffrey Wright fan. I think he's good in Westworld, love him there. But there's other things I've seen him in that I'm not crazy about. But he plays the Watcher as well. He crosses two universes. Look at him. Yeah. Look at him go. Yeah, but he was so fucking good in this role. Um. Uh, I liked when he makes the Batman just punch him right in the face. I, I love, yeah. And he's like, you pulled your punch. He's like, I did. Yeah. Uh, I loved, uh, whenever they think the penguin is El Rata. Um, he's like, he's like, he's like, who, what terrible idiot like wrote this Spanish? It's La Rata, La Rata. Yeah. Um, which again just shows this is a terrible Batman. Come on. You should know that. You should know what El and Law are. This is like sixth grade Spanish. Yeah, I thought that that was a little strange. However, I I understand the confusion with finding who the actual rat was. Yes, uh, I, I agree with that because there were definitely certain there was a lot of possibilities, and, and they spelled it out pretty well for the different options on there. Mm-hmm. I love to the like not sort of like smaller stuff, but like we got the sense that like Bruce Wayne obviously grew up in privilege, and like that his his background and his privilege has blinded him to certain things. Uh, like Catwoman spells it out as well for him too. And she talks about like how Bruce Wayne doesn't see these things. Cause he grew up with this Riddler 10 times more so. Um, oh yeah. But like, and like that, that's the contrast I feel like. And that's why basically Riddler, even though he wasn't Arkham, Riddler basically won in, in my opinion. And, and that's why he was able to do so much was because he had to sharpen himself from a blunt instrument into a sharp knife in order to survive uh, in this world to where, to where Bruce always had resources available to him and a background to fall upon that wouldn't have been available. Yeah. Honestly, I think that the way that this film ends uh, kind of really sets up him starting to really get a hold of his detective shit and to really be yeah, able to problem solve more advancedly. Yeah. Like, like you said, like advancedly, that's a good yeah, yeah. Like earlier, I need, as much as like I thought there was some stuff in the movie that I thought was a bit ridiculous, uh, I need a sequel announced to this like now. Oh, like yesterday. Yeah. Oh my god, Barry Co. How do you say his last name? Uh 
Barry Cohen, Keon. It's, I mean, it's one of those Irish names yeah. that, like, who, the, who yeah, yeah. yeah, oh my god, who, who knows? They, they don't even know. Yeah, they spell Owen E O I N. Get I out was of here, really Irish hoping people. that when I saw him and Colin Farrell, it was going to be a sequel to Killing of the Sacred Deer. Uh, Dude, I just watched that for the first time a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh my god! If Great you want to see Colin Farrell and a young Barry Cohen go yeah. crazy at and each then, other, so good. Before the, and after you watch that, watch the Lobster. Yeah, she has, then, you should. After you watch that, listen to Rock Lobster. <laughs> yep, one hundred percent. Let's talk more about the Riddler because I and think then after listening to that, listen to, to Detroit Rock City. I mean, you don't have to, but if you want to, after you listen to that, go to a Detroit Tigers game, uh, and then an LSU Tigers yeah. game. Yeah. So, would you want to talk about Gotham City? No, I want to talk about the Riddler and okay. the Riddler's saw-like traps and his zodiac-like yeah. instincts. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this weird amalgamation of? I thought it was Riddler? great. Like, I love that we got to see like his like serial killer like lair as well. Like, see, like, oh my god, that was so creepy. Yeah. And good. It was so seven. Yeah. Uh, it was very seven. Like people had compared it, like you said, to like Zodiac as well too, which there are heavy vibes of it. Oh yeah. Uh, the it's, but I think my favorite thing was at the end was when Riddler thought that. Batman was an ally of him. Oh my God. That was such yeah. a good twist yeah. that he was like, Oh, you thanks for bringing yeah. the rat out yeah. into the yeah. light so I could shoot him. Yeah. Exactly. That was the whole thing is he yeah. was so excited that the Batman was on his side. And I, I can see why he thought that. Cause again, he stopped zero of his crimes. Yeah. He stopped zero of his murders. Yeah. He gave, I mean, he, he was like, Oh, you're like year 10 Batman. Right. Yeah. And Robert's like, no, yeah. not yet. He like, he like, I wrote you little love notes. I left them for you each yeah. time. Yeah. I we are BS to you. Where nobody else could see it. How do you feel about the Riddler's video where he recruited, where he recruited all the like all right, all right incels to join him? But but like I like how his voice was like, "Hey guys, thanks for watching my feed. I love that." That was so fucking yeah. good. It it made it way more maniacal and way more like Columbiney. Yeah, and in a really truly horrific kind oh, of I way. Know. Yeah, like that stuff is like it's like terrifying about this movie. Seeing all the extra Riddlers on top of the the jumbotron at Madison Square Garden. Yeah, armed to the fucking teeth and shit. That was a truly horrifying thing. Oh, I know. It loved it, and because they were killing people. Because yeah. again, this is not a good Batman. <laughs> Great performance. Terrible at doing his job. Let me tell you, he terrible a- vigilante. He is basically as effective as Booster Gold. How many lives do you think he saves at the end of it? I don't know, like two? <laughs> uh, well, he saves dozens of people from being electrocuted to death. Yeah, because he, he lifts that thing up. Because apparently the two guys in front of him also couldn't figure out how to yeah, lift it up. because he, he slashes the, the electrical wire that's hanging loose. That's true. Yeah. He, yeah. he, he, that, he saves that, that, several that, that was his big moment, was sacrificing uh, himself. Potentially at the risk of himself. <laughs> One of the biggest complaints I have about this movie, or I guess probably the biggest, is there's so much time wasted, I feel like, in long-form shots. Like, for example, at the end of that scene, where yeah. Pattinson's leading everybody out of the water with that flare, which is a great shot. It looks amazing, but it happens for about seven minutes. He's just oh, running through water very slowly. Uh, we have similar things happen a few We didn't talk times. about a lot, too. We talked about stuff, but I thought the score for this movie was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Uh, you get Nirvana in here? Yeah, and it definitely feels like a lot of like the instrumental score was influenced by something in the way by Nirvana as well, too. Like I, I got that vibe from it. I don't know if I they thought it was knew. from something by the Beatles. Yeah. It was, like no, it, was, it was Twist and Shout. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is such a weird movie. It is... Both parts an amazing film and also ridiculous at the same time. Like, 
It's a movie. It's, I mean, a, it's a Batman movie. Yeah, but yes, it's going to be ridiculous. But like I'm saying, it's a movie that like if you were just wanted to nitpick it, you could. You can nitpick pick its flaws endlessly. But yeah, sure. the movie's two hours and forty minutes long, or two hours thirty minutes. One of those things. No, it's and, three hours. It's two hours and fifty five minutes. And uh, and I still loved all of it. Yeah. Same. Um. Okay. So, what was your favorite part in the movie? Oh man, everything with the Riddler. Uh was just amazing seeing all of his trap anytime he was on screen uh was great so two moments were really stuck out and one you see in the in the previews but it's him being arrested and just being smug as a motherfucker as he's just being absolutely manhandled by these cops and face yeah. shoved into everything and just watching him be so calm and so fucking chill was fucking skin crawling and then on top of that the scene where he like kind of calls out the Batman uh, and he has like the rat eat that dude's face off or whatever. I was yeah. like, very Saw. I love Saw. It was one of the first things that I saw as a yeah, yeah. high school that scared the shit out of me. Loved it. Yeah. Uh, I also love that first moments. Saw movie. Uh, it is the most dark sequel to The Princess Bride I've ever seen. But <laughs> uh, it was still really good. Uh, as you wish, yeah. bud. <laughs> uh, th- that would have been amazing if it had been. A wish. If, if Jigsaw was watched his face from The Princess Bride. Uh, Wallace Shawn. What was I going to say? What about your favorite part? My favorite part was the, it was like a lot of people, but the hallway fight team when he comes on the elevator and we only see the light of the flare, like the, the flare, the the muzzles, muzzles, yeah, yeah, of the gun, like the light, like that was phenomenal. That was all practical effects too. Yeah. The the action stuff was shot really well in this movie. Like it was, and I want to say, I think this overall was the best overall cast Batman film. Yeah, 100%. I think maybe Batman 89, probably the, the Batman Returns, the Michelle Pfeiffer, Danny DeVito one, uh, probably the next closest, but for an overall casting for everyone from top to bottom. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, but what do you think of the Joker tease at the end? Oh my God. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, I had already heard that they were talking about Court of Owls and Mr. Freeze and shit. So I had zero hope of a, of a Joker not that I necessarily needed one. Yeah, I, I, but oh boy, if there was ever anybody I would want to see play that guy, I think that's another great choice casting wise. But yeah. like you, I feel like I, I don't need it at the same time. Yeah. So I, I'm fine with it existing. I don't hate it. I don't love it. But if you want Barry Co as a villain, watch Killing mm-hmm. of the Sacred Deer. Yeah, and watch this watch Dunkirk and, and make him just play. stop this friendly army trying to just <laughs> just just make sure that these soldiers see some fish. That's all. That's all he wants to yeah. do. Yeah. I he, forgot he's in Dunkirk. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he was supposed to be Y and Y the Last Man as well, too. Oh, he was supposed to be Yorick? Yeah, but he would. I don't see him as charismatic or charming, so I don't no, think. No, yeah. not remotely. That would have been a weird casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, anyways, uh, next week we're going to do something just a little bit darker than this. We're going to talk about uh, The Boys Diabolical, The Boys Animated Series on Amazon God, Prime, might be- which is out now. Uh, episodes so, are about like 12 minutes or so I think I have no idea uh, so what do you rate this on a scale of 1 to 10 9 wow I uh, fucking love this movie I can't wait to see it again uh, I might go back to the theater to watch this one I didn't do that with No Way Home so yeah. No Way Home I will say I'll give it about an 8 and even though this movie is super super long it is 100% rewatchable like, I, I agree watch this yeah. again and again and again and again yep um, it's gonna where do you put it among your like if you're just like quick, is it in your top three of Batman movies? Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, same. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm trying to think. It is goes. it top two? No, because you have Teen Titans go to the movies, and then you have Teen, Teen Titans go see Space Jam. So that's one and two. Oh, uh, well, uh, I meant just like Batman. Yeah, specific. I know. Yeah. Batman has brief cameos in both of those films. Well, I understand, but I'm saying of the Batman. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's probably top two. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not gonna try and make you pinpoint right now. We'll probably do that later on, but yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. But like you, I just need a DC. You gave us so much bad news this week. Can you just say like, oh, we're also making a sequel? Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. yeah, come yeah. on, just give. Yeah. Give the word. Yeah. Uh, all right. But anyways, watch the boys. Dive all you haven't seen the Batman. You probably should listen to this first. Uh, but yeah, you should go you see really the Batman. You really screwed up, you idiot. Uh, but as you always, you can email us little idiot. at comics at gmail.com. I love you, baby. Uh, you can find us wherever uh, podcasts are downloaded on Spotify Premium. Uh, maybe not on Spotify Premium. Yeah, we're on there. Apple yeah, Podcasts. Yeah. You can find us uh, at your mom's house. We just came from there. She probably owes us some money. That would be the life. <laughs> For the yeah. comics, I'm Alex Ashback. Because we mill wands. Yeah. And I was on the TV show Hung. Henshin ain't easy. Starring William Hung. <laughs>